Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Here we go. Cheers. Cheers. It's almost like we're in the same room together. It is. I just Uh, did that. So did I. Oh, my God. That's amazing. How did that go? Technology. Rosé. What are you drinking? Rosé. No What are you drinking? Rosé. Shut up. It's a nice dry French one. Oh, so is mine. Shut up. Is it from France? Yeah. Hence the French one. Oh, my God. Wee wee. Wee wee. Très bien. Week, last episode, we told everybody to watch Lars and the Real Girl. Well, guess Do you remember what? that? Because you were a little, you were, you weren't really, you know, on your on your game. You were a bit hunged I over. Was I? I was. Okay. You know what? I didn't drink last night. Yep. For a change, and I'm not hungover today. And I watched yeah. Lars and the Real Girl yesterday. Very good. I cried. I cried. Remember last week we said we were going to do spoilers? So we're about to talk about it. If you didn't watch it this week, then you've got spoilers and just just don't worry about it. Just listen on. Just skip forward for about five minutes. No, listen on. Okay, just listen. Yeah, and if you listen to it and you're listening to this now, go and comment on the post in Insta and tell us what you think. Give us your thoughts. Um, Go. Such a beautiful movie. It really is. Right from the very beginning. I know. It, it's just so beautifully shot. It's simple and it's calming and it's quirky. And mm. then you start to see kind of what's about to happen. You know, he's he's got some kind of spectrum disorder. Um, mm-hmm. This is, what's his name? Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't like to be touched. You can see oh. that. Lives He's out the just, back of his his brother's house. I know, and, and hangs up with a sex doll. Yeah, a real life, a real life, like sex doll. Real life. Yeah. She looks. Yeah, she looks real. I mean, she's got resting bitch face a little bit, but I mean, apart from that, she looks yeah, real. She does. She could be a little bit friendlier looking. Yeah, like yeah. I guess. She, they could have given her just a more calmer looking face. She has a, a what are you looking at? She looks face. a bit, yeah, it's a little defensive. Yes. Um, but it's, isn't it? It's just so well done that it's the type of movie that if you tell someone about the premise of it, they go, what? Mm. Like, how does that mm. work? But it, mm. it just does. It's, and it, you it go along does. for the ride. You're like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in, I'm invested. Yeah, and, uh, I'd like what's to. The, what's her name? What's the what's the what's the blow up doll's name? Bianca. Bianca. No. Bianca. Is it Bianca? Bianca. Yeah, Bianca. Um, the whole town even... loves her. They give her a friggin' job. <laughs> She's a job as a man. She starts reading Perfect. books to the kids. Um, the <sighs> sister-in-law is oh, just divine. Yeah. Played by yeah. so well by Emily Mortimer. Yes. You would yeah. never know she's an English actress. But can I just give the biggest shout out to Patricia Clarkson 
who plays his GP slash psychologist. She is amazing. Yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? She's so good with him and he's so good with her and I just adore him and I adored Margot. Yes, yes. And just the intricacies of how his brain was – his whole brain was compartmentalising his life and situations that have happened to him by inventing this relationship with this doll that um, then realises that he wants to be with someone else and how his brain then makes it happen by killing off the the relationship in such a beautiful way. Isn't it? Isn't it? The funeral. Just... <laughs> the funeral. Oh when they God. took her to the hospital in the ambulance. I, <laughs> I, I was just bawling. Yeah. It's and so, they, it's and so you see someone on the phone going, they're, they're about to arrive. Okay, is everyone ready? Yeah, because they've all got to go along with it. I just can't. I and just did can't. you not, just, just notice? Kills me. kills me. How many, like just how many women? were in that like like you know just the yeah, little yeah. um subtle things that women did like you know he was sitting in the hospital room with her and there were two um like interns in the hallway looking in and how yeah. just one woman not a character in the movie just an extra yeah. just comes and closes the door the door oh, I know. how there's so many the of those women who were also except and this and the sitting we sit. It's what we do. The witch? When you have tragedy. Oh, that's what we do. We, we make food and we, we come, come and, sit, we with come and sit with you. Oh, my gosh. I just, yeah. <laughs> I'm crying it? again it's, just thinking about it. Yeah. It, ga- it, gives so you, it gives you hope. Yeah, it does. It gives and you, you hope made a really good, um, you made a really good point last week when we were talking about it. Um, because I hadn't seen it again for such a long time, but mm-hmm. you said mm-hmm. how um, the girl in and the guy in the office who both have like one has a teddy bear and one has figurines. Yeah, they're toys. And how are they any different to Bianca? Exactly, exactly. Because we're human. So true. Yeah, we're human. And even I think in the um, there's a there's a the town get together and they sort of go, how are we going to deal with this? And that woman is like, well, we're just going to go along with it. And then she's like, oh, come on, yeah. come on, Doris, you're you're you know you treat your um, dog like a, a person. You, yeah, your and husband like, dresses up his cats in clothes. Cat. Yeah, that's right. And the doctor said um, when the brother says she's not real, and he she said she is. She's right there. She's yeah. there. She's real. I know. And that blew my mind. Yeah. Anyway, if you haven't watched it, you don't bother now. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that trip down memory lane of, of something you don't remember. Exactly. I know. It's great. But if you do remember it, then I oh. hope you just enjoyed that last five minutes. How's yours? Mm. Mine was okay. Yeah. It was okay, actually. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. were working. Yeah. So you're busy. I was working. It was okay. I did have to attend a two-day 
oh, yeah. workshop via Zoom, which was excruciating. I kept saying, why don't you get a dummy to sit? <laughs> yes. It would have worked, I think. Do you remember when I used to, when I lived with Ben, ben and we used to have a Missy, Missy Elliot, Elliot cardboard cutout. cutout? So we could go, I've told this story many times, yeah. so you could go through the the three, the T3. The T3 lane. If I wasn't in the car. To get over the split bridge yeah. because coming from Manly, coming going into North Sydney is mm. a horrible drive in the morning. And the traffic. same way back. Awful. So just pop Missy, Missy Elliot in the back, pop a seatbelt on her. <laughs> um, so much depth to her. But my Auntie Chris, when she used to live in my flat, where mm. I used to live, mm. she used to have an old granny doll, oh. like a, it was made of foam, oh. and we popped her in. That would have looked yeah, it real. does. It does. Anyway, um, yeah. so how so, did we get onto that? Oh, that you could have put a dummy to be at the convention. Oh, at the at the workshop. Yeah. So anyway, that was it. Just it was exhausting. Yeah. But, had to be done anyway. it's funny when you're at home and you're doing exhausting things that you at least when you're at work you're just dreaming of being at home but you're like but I'm at home I shouldn't be doing this yeah and I we had to have our cameras on the whole time yeah so you know you couldn't just go and have a little lie down on the couch yeah or you know pop a load of washing away or something what if you had to go to the loo if you had to go to the loo, then I just turned my camera off. But we got loo breaks and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was just it's hard concentrating for that long on a screen and trying to figure out where the voices are coming from because yeah. people were commenting or yelling out and saying so. Anyway. I did have a Zoom um, call with two friends, one's birthday, mm-hmm. three friends actually, so it was four of us. And, yeah, there was a bit of that going on, mm. like, you know, who's talking, are we talking at the same time? Yeah. What What did you just say? Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, it's and that's fine. annoying. That's annoying. But, you know yeah. what, first world problems. Uh, well, this is true. Just, just really, yeah, 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 we're very lucky. I mean, the Spanish flu, they weren't doing it this way, were they? Holy crap. No. They, they're nothing to keep themselves entertained except for maybe darning a sock. Yeah. And, um, yeah. They would have been hungry, mm, mm. bored, There's a new show coming on the ABC. Did you see it? What's it called? I can't remember. I'll look it up while you yep. tell me about your week. Okay. I did a podcast with uh, Garth from Big Brother this year. Oh, yeah, I saw Which that. was hilarious. Such a sweetheart. So go and have a listen to that because it is a cute little episode. It's actually one of the best interviews I've ever had. Like he was really had done his research. Really? Yeah, and it's amazing how um, respectful that is. Yeah, When they know everything about you and they kind of go, so you did this, and you're like, oh, I did. How did you know that? And they're like, wow, you know. And it's like, oh, that is really cool. Did he bring up your NIDA career? No. Did he go that far back? Oh, we did. He didn't know. But, yeah, no, he did say, you know, about acting, ask me about acting. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much, I think, the highlight of my week, plus the 
Zoom call that I had with Spunner and Todd and Adsy for yeah. Spunner's birthday and I ordered cakes which came at the same time Amazing. but you know yeah. but then I had to re- pretend I was having phone problems because the guy was calling me he oh. was out the front and wouldn't go through the gate I was like you're gonna have to go through the gate it's I'm not there oh right and, and then he did, he did it oh okay 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 I'm doing it I'm doing it all right okay you can do it yeah and, and you gotta sing happy birthday when you no there as well. I should have made him Take he probably would have yeah but he he tip him a bit more I did tip him yeah. and he he rang me afterwards and said did everything go okay I got through and I said it did thank you very oh, much because sweet. you know he would have been going to no light yeah no light. yes yeah yeah exactly because I so, weren't expecting no and then the door was all of a sudden being knocked on at 9 30 at night yes. anyway what are you gonna do um and yeah really down this week very in the middle of a lockdown it's finally got me it's I felt depressed saddened saddened so sad I had to put it on the end of it um questioning everything just irritated oh absolutely irritated like clenching I'm waking up with sore jaw so I'm clearly stressed I'm going to bed and I'm sleeping with this you know clenching throughout and very listless as well that and that helpless like what is there and how long is this going to last and I just want to go and see people and I want to be able to have a choice of whether I want to go to Sydney or not or to the Gold Coast or I I get that we can't go overseas and we probably won't be overseas for a long time but I just want to go to Warrnambool. Ooh. I don't know what's in Warrnambool, but I want yeah. the choice to be able to go there. Yeah, I, this 5K radius thing is really quite difficult. Um, that's Sissy snoring, if you can hear her in the background. Bless her little cotton socks. quite soothing, actually. It is. Um, and, yeah, the 5K thing's tough because I like hiking and getting out mm, and me too. going out into na- the nature. And I found that not being able to do that, like drive out to where the gorge and yeah. walk in the nature, yeah. that's been really hard for me. Yeah, yeah, it would be. It's it's the mm. choice being taken from you. And that, I think, is what makes prison mm. so effective for mm. breaking you. Yeah. Because it's the freedom they take away from you to yeah. make choices. Yeah. Um, so I get, you know, people are like, you don't know what it's like to be in prison. We're not in prison. We're Mm. not in prison, but we are being, having a very tiny taste of what it would be like to have your rights taken away from you. Yeah. To feel restricted. Yeah. 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 And it makes you more grateful, I believe, but at the same time you're in it and it's not fun. Yeah. So that's, that's where I'm at this week. Last week I had, um, a phone call from my brother and sister-in-law because, um, you know, my dad lost his dog. Yeah. And he um, died in his arms. Oh, that's very sad. And my dad is getting dementia. Mm-hmm. So I did have a – I talked to him a few times and I did get the, oh, he's going to keep remembering it. Like he's going to forget it and remember it. Yeah, right. Because he did to and me. Go through that like, trauma. He told time. me a few times. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is going to be weird. Anyway, so I get this a week after it had happened. I get a phone call from my brother and sister-in-law. They were in Bathurst. Yeah. Now, they live on the central coast of New South Wales. So Bathurst is quite the drive. And I was like, what are you doing in Bathurst? 
and I was speaking mostly to my sister-in-law um, and my brother was in the background, which you, is the best way really to talk to my brother because my brother yeah. speaks like he's telling you he loves you in German. How Germans speak, yeah. they just yell at you. Yes. and But they're not angry. They're just yeah. talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's very um, direct and forceful. Very yeah. firm and firm. Yeah. aggressive. Yeah. But you, yeah. he's not being aggressive. It just yeah. comes across that way. Yeah. yeah, So I'm used to it. It makes me laugh. Yeah. But um, it's jarring. Mm. Anyway, mm. so it's best mm. to have him in the background because I yeah. can hear him like he's on the phone. Yeah. And <laughs> so Selena is my sister-in-law. She said that they were in Bathurst to pick up Pop's new dog. Oh. oh. Mm. I went, what? And they went, yeah, we're getting Dad a new dog. I went, well, you know he's still got Rocky. What happened to Rocky? Yeah. And he, oh, yeah, Rocky's still there. But you don't understand. He's been crying every day oh. over Charlie. Oh. And I went, oh, has he? And Selena said, yeah, he's really upset. And he keep, he's really upset. He keeps crying. Oh. And I said, um, oh, that's really, you know, awful yeah and then um she said yeah so we just thought you know getting him in. and then I went no 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 I said look I don't think that is the answer yeah so then my brother yells no he can get another dog right <laughs> exactly exactly yeah, very, like that. very accurate representation and I went I'm not okay look you can get him another dog all I'm saying is this you need to understand that what he's going through is because he never grieved our mum. Yeah. He never cried over my mum. He never so mentioned her name again. Out. I said, this is called transference. Oops, sorry. It's all right. Yeah. Whatever you did. Yeah. Um, I said, this is called transference grief. And it's yes. coming out now because he's bottled the old grief. He never let it even come. And Selena's like, yeah, he's been hiding it. And I said, no, he's been, been hiding it because he'd be doing it in secret. He's not doing it. He never did it. Yeah. So this is it. Yeah. And his best mate's gone. And it's, oh. you can't, you can't sustain bottling. No. You just can't. So they're like, yeah, I know, you know, and I said, I'm fine with you to get him another dog. And you could get dad five dogs and yeah. it would make him really happy. I yes. said, but don't, Expect this to stop. To be the band-aid. Yeah, because that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. I said, and you guys have got to somehow come to terms with the, that it's okay, mm -hmm. that he's mm -hmm. grieving mm -hmm. and he's mourning. Mm -hmm. I said, mm -hmm. because it's really uncomfortable. It is awful. Yeah. I said, but you have to be able to sit in that, that discomfort. Sit I said, it's really yeah. important. And um, my niece is living with him and they've had a few Barneys. So I was like, look, I know what dad's like when he's, you know, a bit emotional. Like he get, comes out in anger. It's all yeah. like most, most, a lot of that age group, yeah. baby boomers. And then you've got your Gen Xs all still. Yeah. And then, you know, we're starting to get better and better and better as far as letting men express emotions like sadness. Yeah. Yeah. So they kind of um, went, yeah, yeah, you know, but, you know, I said, look, just don't expect it to be a solution. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. <laughs> said and you know what you may really want to like this new little dog because he's gonna go go and take your he loves their dog yeah I said look so you may as well get used to this new dog because I think she's yours now and Louis his <laughs> anyway so I, I mean dogs dogs are the best they are good and they will help they will heal a broken heart they will and they can they be do. very good therapy yeah, in that are. respect, but yeah, I think your dad um, 
with your mum and stuff, I think it's um, definitely, I mean, at the funeral, I just remember he was so stoic mm. and, like, just. He was, yeah. Do you remember you know? the speech he made about my yeah. mum? It was about him. Yeah. And his mates. Yeah. In, um, and their football team. It actually wasn't about her at all. No. But, I mean, look, everyone grieved. Yeah, yeah, no. And that's the way he or wasn't grieving. Yeah. And you can't sustain that. Yeah. No, it'll get you. Yeah. So um, interesting because now I'm thinking I am probably going to have to move back to the family unit. Yeah. That is my immediate family. And I don't think it's to look after Dad. I think it's going to be to support them. Yeah. Looking after Dad. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's something that I'm like, oh. And that's also, I think, really gave me a bad week. Mm. Also mm. that I feel so far away. Yeah. That's and I can't. And you can't do it. Yeah. You can't, you can't, be can't be there. Ordinarily, you'd just like jump on a plane and be like, I'm yeah. going to come up and. Yeah. You just know. annoy you for a while. Yeah. Be annoyed by yeah. you for a while. Can't do it. Yeah. So you just. I know. I'm just like, I've got friends who've had babies mm. and, you know, like I'd love to be can't able to meet see. Them. Yeah. Can't, can't go back to Sydney to see anyone. So, yeah, we do feel a bit very isolated mm. geographically and mentally. Who would have thought Melbourne? You know, it's the city to live yeah. in and I, I think it's the, shit, it's the shittest city in the, in the country at the moment, at the isn't moment. it? It's, we're like her. We really are. No one wants us. No. Yet we won't go away. That's it. That's anyway, it. so that's been the week and I think there's mm. a lot... Mm. Um, I've booked in to see a naturopath. Oh, yeah. And I'm also awesome. booking in to see an online uh, psychologist Good. just to start really venting and doing the work that yeah. needs to be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you don't do it, yeah, it builds. And it's also, I mean, I know what it's like to live with a parent who has been sick for a long time and it does build up on you when you sort of feel a bit helpless or you should be doing more or you can't sort of fix the situation as much as you feel like you might want to be in control of it and fix it yeah and you can't and, you can't. and it just that stuff and you have to deal with that and up totally and it's like this underlying anxiety yeah. of like oh yeah. like you're always worried you're yeah. always thinking yeah so you know it is it's tough and for I think anyone who has to look after a parent or any carer really mm. it's um yeah it's a lot especially now if you you know have fan- I just every time Steve Price like I'm not a fan of his but every time he mentions his mum on the I know, project it breaks just, it doesn't it no no it I just wail well, it makes you it makes him real doesn't yeah, it yeah it makes him real you know he's a bloke and he's yeah. got way too much to say yeah but that when he talks about that it just oh yeah yeah it so, gets them all doesn't it yeah <laughs> it does. It's really sad. Oh God. But anyway, um, yeah. Well, George, I hope he's I hope he's all right. Yeah, me too. Um, and that's good that you're you're doing that to get a bit of help as well. Yeah, yeah. For you, yeah, it's important. Yeah, because it could send me yeah into a bad spin. Anywho. Anywho, so that show I was telling you about on the ABC. Yeah, what's it called? It's called Back in Time. Back in Time for dinner? No, just Back in Time. And uh, it is. Because, you know, they had that series for a while called Back in Time for Dinner. It was brilliant. 
No, it's just back in time. They show people washing. Um, <laughs> show people washing. In the 1900s. Back in time. Wash day sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Annabelle look, Crabbe, she does the other yeah. one too as well, doesn't she? Maybe that is the same. No, the, the one I'm talking about is English. Brilliantly done. Better be home for dinner. No, back, back in, in time, time for, for dinner. dinner. Yeah. and But it was because it was all based around the family yes. um, unit. So coming home to have dinner in the 80s, in the 70s, in the 60s, in the 50s. It was brilliant. And they had the same family every time yes. dress up. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they did an Australian really... version of that Oh, as did well. they? Yeah. Oh, did Annabelle do that? Yes. Oh, so this is so an extension of it. No, I'd, yeah, I'd say it's another <laughs> version of, it's not just about food. It's obviously about going oh, out yeah, to the totally. workforce. Yeah. and of what happens in those days. Anyway, it looks good. You know, history, we're all over it. We love it. Double tap on that. So. Okay. Are you ready? I am red, red, ready, red, ready. Okay. The girl I'm doing, the woman Mm -hmm. that I'm doing Mm -hmm. starts as a girl, as we all do. Oh. But she's still alive. Like she could have been a chick in the now. Yeah. But she's actually my chick in history because I think she's that incredible. Amazing. Um, Her name is Sunita. Alizade. Alizade? Ali Zade. You know what we're like. If you know how to pronounce this, please let us know. Don't add us, but add us. Yeah. Okay, so she grew up. What's her first name? Sunita. Sunita. Sonita. 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 Yes, Sonita. Because I I have watched some videos. Sonita. Is it S U N E? No, S O N I T A, like Sonita. But Sonita. Sonita. Okay. Okay. She grew up in Herat, Afghanistan. Yes. Under the rule of the Taliban. Okay, so her family first Mm. considered selling her as a bride when she was 10. Sonita has said at the time she didn't fully understand what that meant. Instead, though, her family fled to Iran to escape the Taliban. And in Iran, Sonita worked cleaning bathrooms while she taught herself to read and write. Mm. During this time, she also discovered the music of an Iranian rapper, Yaz. Yeah, and I looked him up. He's cool. The only way is up. Mm. Baby. baby, no, that's Yaz. Okay. This is Yaz. Y A S. Yaz. An American rapper, Eminem. 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 I just felt yep. so old. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and a little bit uneducated. Eminem. Oh, yeah, um. Yes. Yeah. So she's a discovered rap. Okay. Inspired yes. by their music, she starts writing her own songs. I like where this is going. You're going to love oh, this chick. I like where this is going. In 2014, 2014, as we say in this country, yeah. she entered a US competition to write a song to get Afghan people to vote in their elections. Wow. It was uploaded onto YouTube and she won the $1,000 prize, oh. which she sent to her mother. Of course she did. Who had moved back to Afghanistan. So she was still in Iran. Her mother had gone back to Afghanistan 
I don't know all the details. I'm not, I'm not getting into all of that. I'm just giving you a brief overview of this girl because I believe that when you get into her, you will find out all the stuff you need to know okay. and everyone will be different of what they want to know about her. Tell us. Okay, oh. shortly after winning the competition, Sonita's, Sonita's mother sent for her to return to Afghanistan saying that she had found a man to buy her. Oh, mm. shit. How old she, she now? She was 16. Mm. Her mother was trying to earn um, a $9,000 dowry so that her elder brother could purchase a bride. And so, hang on, dowries? A dowry. They go to the family, not, to the, not, for, the, not for the new couple to like no. a glory box. No, go to the parents. Go to the parents. Yeah. So they literally like You are selling your them. child and your, other, your male child has their own money to buy a dowry. Okay, so um, she thought that she could get at least $9,000 by selling Sonita. And during this time, a Sundance Award-winning Iranian documentary filmmaker, Roxare Gama Magamami. Yeah, that's good. Gama Gama Gami. Gummy had met Sonita and decided he wanted to make a documentary about her. Sonita, it oh. is made. You can go and have a look at it anytime oh. you want. Uh, he paid $2,000 to her mum yeah. and asked for six months of time with Sonita. Okay. He documented her writing a new song, new rap called Brides for Sale. And she's a little... Oh, like, she's a go-getter. Yeah. She yep. likes her, her and songs to, you know, be sort of active. They're active, act, yeah, activist songs. songs. Yeah, yeah. They, they really are. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> he, um, he filmed a music video for it Yeah, during the documentary, which gained international attention. The video was not only popular with the women in Afghanistan, but also drew the attention of the non-for-profit Strong Heart Group, which arranged to bring Sonita to the U.S., they I offered. Bet she wasn't popping and locking and grinding and slut dropping. No, no, she's not slut dropping, but she's definitely, you know, popping and dropping. Is like she? she's, yeah, yeah, she like she's like, a rap, is rapper. She the floor, no, she's like... more like the guy in the rapping video okay. than the girl in the background. Okay. okay. There were our girls in the background, though. Oh, okay. But they're more angry, like her as well. Okay. When you see the video clip, okay, yeah, um, they offered her. The Strong Heart Group offered her a visa and a full scholarship to the Wasatch Academy in Utah. Oh, so she could do music. So she could, yes. Um, so she currently now today lives in New York. Yes, and she attends Bard College now. Yes. In addition to attending classes, she continues to write songs. A documentary called Sonita, as I told you earlier, mm-hmm. has premiered at the International Documentary Film Festival in Amsterdam and the film gained positive reviews. The film was entered into Sundance and won the World Cinema Grand Jury Prize. Oh, so wow. she's she's quite well known. She also there was also shown at the Seattle International Film Festival. Um, so she has an Instagram page, mm-hmm. uh, which we were going, we will put up with our mm-hmm. um, post this week. Yeah. You can watch the video. You can follow her on Instagram. You can um, watch the documentary. I say go for it. Get into it. She's amazing. Like she's living in America now. 
mm-hmm. um, but she's still fighting for what is still happening to children, yeah, female so children, right. child brides in Afghanistan. And so she never got sold, obviously. No, no, she she stayed. And she now fights against. And she sends home money. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. incredible that um, that still happens. Yes. One. And how brave of her to stand up to her fan. What does her mum think? I don't know. I don't know. It's something you'll have to look at her on the line. <laughs> Hang on, I'll just dial Let's a number. Um. Oh, that's good. I want to hear her song. Do you want me to play a bit of her song? Are we allowed to do that? I'll just do it anyway. And then All right. And if we're not allowed, don't listen, people. Don't listen. And you, the documentary is so cool. That's how I know how to pronounce her name because there's all these little girls going, Sonita, Sonita, oh. Sonita. Like they love her. They love Sonita. her. They want more of her. Yes. It Beautiful. I mean, how many um, Afghanistani rappers are there? Yeah, well, a few. The there are a few. Not yes. in the world. In Afghan- Afghanistan there are. But not many women, that's for sure. Absolutely. And she's gorgeous. Oh, my God, the lyrics are incredible. You know how much I love French rap? Yeah, it's very similar. Oh, wow. Look, listen, go. Yeah, okay, I'm going to read you some of these lyrics because they are incredible. Let me whisper to you my words so no one hears that I speak of the selling of girls. My voice shouldn't be heard as it is against Sharia. Women must remain silent. This is the city's tradition. I scream to make up for a woman's lifetime silence. I scream on behalf of the deep wounds on my body. I scream for a body exhausted in a cage, a a body that broke under the price tags. I am 15 years old. A few have come as suitors and I am confused. I am perplexed by this tradition and these people. They sell girls for money, no right to choose. I'm... My Now my father is concerned about the cost of life. Whoever pays more, more, the girl is his. If you knew that you would keep count of my costs, if I knew that you would keep track of my... I missed that bit. Oh, my God. It's just... it. That's just a tiny bit. How powerful is that a female is speaking like that? I'm I'm so scared for her and I'm so glad that she is in a stupid country like America that has some semblance of protection for children and women. God, that haven't they got still got a long way to go? As have we. Is she still on her scholarship? Like, what yeah. will happen if her scholar when her scholarship finishes? And- I'd say she'll be allowed to stay on immigration. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what do you call it when you get like salvation visas or whatever they're called? Mm, I hope so. Yeah, I, I reckon because she's quite political as well. That's quite, yeah, that would be quite. Um, but she's one of millions yeah. that aren't. Yeah given a visa and a full scholarship to mm. the states and mm-hmm. allowed to talk and who are still there being sold yeah just can you imagine can no you imagine being, imagine your dad selling you to someone and, no and being... i can't imagine it i mean our dad my dad 
our dads have been shit about so many things, but that is another world. Mm. It is another life that yeah. we can't fathom. Yeah. I had a dad that was completely the opposite of like just yeah. don't marry any, just anyone, <laughs> you know. You've got to love this person and make sure when you love someone you'll mm. feel it in well, that's every Italian, little though. part of your body. You'll feel it in your toes, in your yeah. fingertips. But, you know, this is really an interesting topic, I think, because as single women who mm. are living in a world of Western culture that is so free yeah. and we still fight for equality, we still fight for our rights mm-hmm. to earn the same amount as someone who's doing yeah. the same job as us, which yes. is just, to me, still so bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> That, oh, it's such a good point. <laughs> God, it was a good one, wasn't it? Oh, it was, God, I can't, I'm just, I'm, I'm just on the edge of my seat. It's re- that to me personally, yeah. as a single woman still, yeah. that looks at the um, sanctity that is marriage. Yes. It's rooted in so much of that, that that's what marriage and weddings were. You would sell your child, your bride, your daughter to to get some um, poultry or... Yeah, you become the property of that man. Yeah, yeah. In order to benefit the family or, you know... I find it very bizarre that we still have such a tradition that's still alive and raging yeah, yeah. Um, and that we kind of look down on people that don't get married still. It's yes. like, well, really? Why are we still doing that? Yeah, they're the woke ones. I yeah. Think, the people who don't get married. Yeah. And I just remember being like really young and saying, I'm never going to get married. Really? Yeah, just knowing it, just going, I don't, I'm not into it. I don't want to do it. I don't, I don't like the idea of a man, like of ownership. I, yeah, I just did. And I really didn't probably understand what it meant but I just knew I didn't want to do it want to do it I was the same yeah I was the same I kept waiting for it to change too yes waited in my 20s waited in my 30s waited in my 40s it's gone I'm like oh I think I need to accept that I never wanted it and I never will yeah I mean I wonder if I had ever gotten proposed to I probably would have gone along with it Mm. because that's tradition what we do society but it yeah it's it had never been something that you know there's you there are people who do yeah. grow up thinking i just want to get married and they plan their wedding and they have a pinterest board yeah and they know all the things and the colors and the style and the, yeah and i'm like Man. and is it i just want to get owned i just want to care for someone mm. take care of them while they own me and not know that I'm being owned and or that I'm owning someone yeah I mean I, and a lot of it has to do also with the day you know like it's a great party oh, and a, a great day. day and a good excuse to get dressed up and look lovely and you know I've been bridesmaids at weddings and it's nice mm. you know it's a lovely affair it's expensive day it's I would never expensive. spend that kind of money I know um, not in a million and then it's over and you wake up with a hangover and you're like, glad we just dropped 100K on that. Yeah, and I didn't get to talk to everyone. No. <laughs> anyway, each to their own. Tui Shizon. Tui Shizon. But not for me. I saw a, a brilliant meme 
that mm-hmm. said. So I just realised when you get married that you have to stand looking at your um, bride-to-husband-to-be, which basically has you as a profile for everyone else that's at the wedding, and that'll be a no for me, dog. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I don't think I've ever read anything more in touch. Yeah. I yeah. I don't want to stand at profile for a whole bunch of people either. No, that's And if that not, is the only reason. You know me and my fake. Fake, yeah. I'm not, I'm just Well, then you should never get married. I don't need to. Well, I'm not going to. Or make to. any turns. I don't want anyone to look at me from the side. For you know, a, I love the fact that you're wearing masks now because I feel me like it hides too. my fake. Well, I've got a snood. Which is even better, yeah. Because it really does slim your, your everything, <laughs> and you get this pop of hair out the top. It's brilliant. I think this could come become like a, a fashion. Well, like I said to you earlier, um, didn't you go on a date and you had to wear it a mask, I and did. you weren't allowed to touch? Yeah. I'm sorry. Is this not the Muslim? dating world because there's no alcohol they can't touch each other and she wears a um hijab hijab yeah it was this is actually people aren't realizing just how mm, good islam is it was actually really interesting it was nice there was very it felt like we were just really getting to know each other without any thing you know looking at each other's faces and making up assumptions of someone you know it was good it was yeah. really good because yeah. all we did was just we just could talk and walk. Weird. It's at, weird. At, at 1.5 metres distance. It's away. weird. And we were exercising, so it was above board and he was within the five-kilometre radius, so was I. Yeah. But um, lucky. That wouldn't have worked. Lucky. No, well, that's it. But, um, yeah, and, look, you know, I think that definitely, I mean, the project did a thing on it the other night about, you know, intimate partners and what intimate partners means mm. and that it's really unfair that single people aren't allowed to visit each other. But I've signed a peti- petition. I shared it as well. Yeah, good. And this, because I, I think it's really something that needs to be looked at and changed. I think what? just because you're not in an intimate relation, what is intimacy? Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, we're being intimate over yeah. the remotes, over yeah. our podcasts. I think I, we had a review this week that said they love the intimacy of you yeah. and I. I have I've to agree. I've who I'm intimate with in different ways and it doesn't have to be. I'm intimate with my dogs and it's not creepy. No, absolutely. So anyway. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think If you're they're... listening. Um, Dan. Dan. Dan Andrews. Andrews. I was just about to say Dan Murphy. <laughs> If you're listening, Dan Murphy, I need another case. I've got to say, French. <laughs> Isn't it funny how Dan Andrews has made it into the vernacular? Not not Bodlo, not BYS. I don't even know what the others are called. I know Dan Andrews. How did Dan, Dan Murphy? That's <laughs> awesome. Going. Did I say Dan Andrews the first time? Oh shit! How's that made into the vernacular? Well, he's our premier. Yeah, I'm like, um, no, I meant Dan Murphy. Dan Murphy. It yeah. really has. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a thing. It's a thing, and you know the funny thing is, it's owned by the same people that own everything it's, else. Yeah, it's the whole. I tried to seller masters, first choice liquor, all of those. I went yeah. to a seller masters and tried to get a certain type of liquor. 
um, which they didn't have. A, a vermouth. Vermouth? Yeah. Yeah, vermouth. which you make a um, martini. martini with. Yeah. And they said, oh, no, we've actually run out and, you know, we're not getting any for ages because of the corona and everything. I said, yeah, yeah, understandable. I said, well, I'll go down the road to the first choice. And they said, oh, that's us as well. I went, mm. ah. Another one place. Oh, God, yeah. Um, yeah, well, that's it for today. Tonight, today, this afternoon, wherever you are, whatever location, time zone it is for you. Thank you for listening um, again. That was something a bit different, but I liked it. Was it? The, the I know, history. it was much more modern. Yeah, it was a modern one, but it was good because, like we said, history is happening all the time. It happened just us, then. Just then. Also, I really like that we're getting sent things. Anyone that has been sending us stuff, tagging us and stuff, yes. thank you because we really are taking it on board and popping it in the list, popping it yeah. in the filing cabinet and going, yeah. oh, this is a good one. So keep doing that if that's something that you see and go, oh, Chickstree, I need to tag them in this. Yes. Please do. Yes. I lo- we love that. Yeah. Thank you. And keep letting us know what you think. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, if Annie's too yeah. loud, let her know to tone it down. <laughs> Not that. Um, next week I've already got mine planned for you. Would you like a sneak peek? It's about it's um if you like the crime scene of Sydney. <gasps> oh, I do. Nineteen twenty. I do. I do. I went to a bar, a Tilly Divine yeah. bar. Well, so. most people think of Tilly Divine, and yeah. I think of um Kate Kate Lee. Lee. But it's not those two. You know, when I hear Kate Lee, what I always think of right. that um. I think it was the Philippines Idol or Singapore Idol. It was one of the idols. It was Ken Lee. And they said, what are you singing today? And she said, Ken Lee. It's a very big hit by Mariah Carey. And they went, oh, I've not heard of that. Take us out. Take us out on that. I can't leave. I can't leave. I can't leave. Thank you for coming. Wow, good on you. You made it all the way through to the end. So these are just the credit bits, but don't stop because these are important. Please rate, review and subscribe as it helps other people just like you find out about this podcast. Executive producers of Chickstery are me, Annie Potatoes, and Evie Jones. Our producer slash editor slash waterboy slash wineboy is Sam Peterson. Follow us on Instagram at chickstree underscore podcast and email us at mychickstree at gmail.com. Oh, and check out Sam's podcast, Confessions of the Idiots. It's great.